Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Adam and Eve. Who wants better sex? And who wants it, like, immediately? If you're looking to lubricate and luxuriate your lovemaking, the best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, plus free shipping, which includes rush processing. It's the easiest, most discreet way to let your curiosity take the Rains. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy, all will be packaged and sent discreetly for free and fast. That's 50% off one item, free shipping with rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Just enter offer code PAPA at checkout. That's PAPA, P-A-W-P-A-W at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code PAPA to get your discount, 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey, everybody. It's the two crew here. Hello. Yes, the band of boobs. We are here with a little pre-Trinivelle announcement. Mm-hmm. We have a very exciting overnighter stream this weekend, this Saturday, June 20th, longest day of the year. And Ooh. for us personally, it's going to be the longest stream of the year. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's so much moon. <laughs> Uh, We hit a Patreon stretch goal uh, a few months ago, actually, but uh, we promised y'all a a Tomb of Horror stream, Uh, so we are going to be uh, streaming the Tomb of Horrors. I will be running the game, and uh, Jake, Emily, and Caldwell will be playing as the Band of Boobs going through the Tomb of Horrors. And we're even going to have, hopefully, little tokens. Yeah, Ooh, we're yeah. going to have uh, play on a grid for kind of the first time ever. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, please yeah. tune in. You guys can check it out at twitch.tv slash nadpod uh, this Saturday, June 20th at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be playing for 12 hours straight, baby. That's right. Yeah. Baby. Good Lord. All nighter. Come watch us die. Yeah. <laughs> on with the show. See ya. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Trinivale. 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 Oh, play it back one more time for me, if you don't mind. Trinivale. 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 Perfect. I needed to because this is going to be a big fun sode. A world where the past comes alive. And also, dead people come alive. Almost anything can come alive because of magic. <laughs> Today's story begins once again in Trine Tower. Having defeated the chaotic entity known as Verlus, our heroes celebrate amidst his crystalline remains. Their revelry is short-lived, however, for they know that at the top of this tower lies the lathe of creation, a vessel with the power to both create and destroy Generac crystals. And so, with their divine objective in mind, our brave triplets approach Mm -hmm. a spiraling ramp laden with relics of the past and begin their ascent to an unknown future. Will our heroes make history? No. Or become it? Yes. Maybe. (laughs) It's rhetorical, but thank you. (laughs) Only time will tell. And so, without further ado, let's rejoin Retrieval Team 22 and begin Chapter 17 of the Trinavale 
Adventure. Woohoo! Oh, a threefer. Three times for the triplets. You gotta love it. <laughs> Three cheers for sweet triplets. Three cheers for one heart. <laughs> Hello, friends. One mind, one mouse. And welcome back to the table. I am your dungeon master, aka Dunkle Caldwell Tanner, and I am joined by Jens Lindell, Mad God Killer. While dancing the thriller, I'm so sorry I didn't think of a thing beforehand. That was pretty good to come up with. It was fine. I know I wanted to think of something with the positivity thing because that was kind of my thing last time. But you know what? Stay positive. Make money. (laughs) (laughs) Onyx Lumiere. Going ham for the Trinstagram. Woo! (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) She's back. True sight with the parasite. Nyak of the Renifor. Beautiful. Mm. Oh. Interesting. Epithet before. That's Nyak's thing. Wow. <laughs> At least starting now. <laughs> he has to define himself. <laughs> yeah. You're keeping us on our toes while you remain fully on the ground. I like it. <laughs> okay, y'all, I know you're excited for a day at the museum, mm. but first, how about a quick recap? Okay. Please. All righty. When last we met, you three had just defeated Verilis's minions and were then sucked into a mental prison that looked suspiciously like your studio apartment in Vainalar. To complete the illusion, your dragonborn landlord showed up and started demanding extra rent money. However, before this threat could come to fruition, Verlis reappeared, stabbed him, then sank into the floor. You three then played an incredibly destructive game of hide-and-seek in order to flush Verlis out of the various pieces of furniture he had possessed. After uncovering troves of Nyack's vintage porn collection... That's right. I have a problem. I'm sick. (laughs) I'm sick of you blaming yourself for human impulses. Admitting it is the first step to admitting that you're lying. (laughs) You then managed to track Verlis to the bathroom. Fearing for his life, Verlis possessed Onyx, but due to Nyak's jam-fueled agility, she was unable to land a hit. By, by she, you mean Verlis. I mean, Verlis was possessing me, so it's kind of like Verlis was the one <laughs> yes. he missed. Missing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Verlonyx. After Jens managed to stab the dexterous demon, you then realize that he was actually incredibly weak and raked his ass over the thorns. Mm. With Verlis's mind defeated, both his body and the prison holding it shattered. At long last, Onyx was finally free of her demonic patron's controlling whispers. Luckily, the illusory apartment Verlis conjured remained after his defeat, and you three took a much-needed mental long rest to prepare for the trials ahead. Upon returning to the real world, you discovered a small silvery orb amidst the crystal debris. Sensing its power, Onyx decided to place the orb on her flail in the recess that used to belong to Verlis's shard. As soon as she did this, however, she was greeted by a vision of Nadas, the god of sages and starlight, who appeared to be trapped in some sort of silver tornado prison. Nadas reaffirmed Onyx that she and her brothers must destroy the Ginnarak crystal. They then infused Onyx's wish BB with divine power and gave her a silver-haired makeover. Before breaking the trance, Nadas also requested that if she or the others see Nalar, to tell him that they're sorry for everything. And that is where we are now. So, you are at the bottom of this long, spiraling ramp. Um, it's basically like 
three Guggenheims stacked on top of each other. It's kind of that like sort of spiraling museum sort of uh, architecture. Oh, okay, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of Guggenheims. Yeah. <laughs> I know the Guggenheim well. Yeah, is anyone else getting Guggenheim vibes? <laughs> I was feeling more the Frick or the MoMA, but yes. <laughs> I got the broad. <laughs> three Guggenheims. That's a Guggenheim for each of the triplets. <laughs> That's what we're called, the three Guggenheims. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in other countries, when they translate Trinavale, it is strangely translated as the, <laughs> the three, three Guggenheims. Guggenheims. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as you walk up uh, this uh, Giga Guggenheim, uh, you see several exhibits that detail uh, the long and storied history of the trine. The first thing you see is a section labeled Origins. You see uh, the trine standing together next to the lathe of creation and smiling. They all wear lab coats and their faces look almost human. Hmm. Tired but full of a hope that their current faces seem to lack. Their eyes don't glow, and their proportions seem almost smaller and fragile. Below the picture, you see a placard labeled Project Heaven Hand. As you continue up, uh, you see another section labeled Rise of the Trine. In this picture, the Trine all stand proudly outside of this very tower. They each wear a color-coded uniform complete with a cape and a golden clasp of their respective sigils. Uh, why don't you give me a quick insight check on this? Ooh. Mm. 11. 19. 19. Let's go with Jens's 19. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to use my 11. Okay. <laughs> I think I noticed because they have really nice clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Jens, yeah, you absolutely, you are admiring their capes. Uh, and you notice uh, that Nadas has their hand on Nalar's shoulder hmm. in this picture. The placard below reads, The Golden Eternity. Does it look like a romantic gesture or a friendship gesture or even a uh, parental gesture? Or like a forced had to do it for the photo gesture. Oh, like I, I don't know where to put my hands gesture. Mm-hmm, tight lip <laughs> smile. Uh, to Nyak, it looks forced. <laughs> to Onyx, it looks platonic. To Jens, looks vaguely romantic. Hmm. There's some horniness in there. <laughs> <laughs> Do I see Jens as a boner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's so I've, cursed. Pretend like I never said that. I never want to know that about Jens. <laughs> <laughs> if he did, I'd have covered it up. <laughs> I, I've seen people touch like this in my vintage elven... Por- my uh, vintage in, in elven. Nyack's vintage <laughs> pornography when I've discovered disgusting, it. disgusting, disgusting flaw. What is wrong <laughs> with you? Can I say to Nyack, but like I'm saying Nyack, but I'm gesturing towards Jens, it is good to have, you know, sort of healthy sexual energy and it, it is good, you know, these vintage... Pictures, if they are taken consensually, uh, this is a good source outlet for some of, you know, the emotions that may be roiling in your uh, testicles. I agree, but I have I have a sickness, Onyx. 
<laughs> expression of these feelings is a healthy thing and as long as it is you know in a good way so you know jerk off is what i'm trying to say <laughs> i you. agree nayak i think it's healthy i will and, fine. and i do all the time and i can't stop yeah. <laughs> It's just a masturbation for everyone. It's like, it can be a really good reliever of stress is all I'm trying Thank to say. You. you hear the parasite within you goes, whatever yucks your yum. <laughs> Quiet, us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as you <laughs> all learn a little too much about each other, you uh, <laughs> ascend the ramp further and you see a third section labeled future. You see there's one more large photo of the trine, but uh, in this picture, their appearance more closely resembles the way they look today. Uh, Liant sports a massive sword, Nalar wears clockwork spectacles, and Nadas's ears now point upward in an almost elven manner. May I do sort of a sense, because I just saw Nadas, how do they look different in this picture to how I just saw them? In the picture, they look powerful and in control. When you saw them, their appearance was the same, but they looked broken and constrained. Okay. Shackled. Okay, so no like new uh, affectations or or, uh, wardrobe. No, more or less the same wardrobe, actually. Okay, thank you. If I could outline it, it sounds like they were some kind of humans or lesser beings yes i think mortals for sure then became gods and then became sad gods (laughs) (laughs) do you think we are dealing with a case of sad gods (laughs) i think we've got some sad gods who need a little positivity (gasps) and if we happen to make some money off of it that's fine because we're being good (laughs) i'll hawk vitamins i don't care yeah so Below the picture, you see another placard uh, that reads Project Trinavale. Uh, And there's a little quote that says, It is through this grand labor of celestial love that our world will be reborn. One day our children's children will have a new planet to call home. A planet full of magic and unseen potential. A planet called Trinavale. Um, And after you read this plaque, you ascend even further to the top of the ramp. At the top, you see an inverted pyramid that is the same color as the big frozen crystal flame that you saw on the top of the tower. You see no door to enter, but nearby you spot a small platform with a handprint icon on it. The text above the handprint reads, only those with five divine appendages may enter this chamber. You also see there's another Delurio's Curio's vending machine almost like rising up out of the ground as if it is like some sort of growth. (laughs) It's like an invasive sort of barnacle vending machine uh, that like has kind of popped out of the ground near here. But uh, this one doesn't seem to be working. Okay, so... How many crystals do we have? We do. I was just wondering the Ganarak crystals. Could someone... Hold it in their hand, you know, like make a fist and put each of the crystals in between each finger. <laughs> Wolverine style? Yeah. I I guess I, I could do this. I do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. This seems dangerous. <laughs> you make uh, some cool crystal knuckles uh, and you kind of 
paw them against this uh, sensor. Uh, and as soon as you do that, the crystals glow and a small circular opening appears on the surface of the pyramid. You realize that this chamber must be enchanted with a, a powerful dimension door spell because inside of the room, you see an impossibly large garden divided by a spiraling stone pathway. Before we enter, may I quickly look at the ramp we have taken and see if, or perhaps Nyak could look and see if there are any other footsteps, if we are expecting anyone might be in here. Yes, uh, I'll track whoever's been here before. Beautiful. That's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Ooh. I get really low to the ground like I'm going to do the worm, but I don't. <laughs> I do the slug. <laughs> Which means you leave a trail. <laughs> a trail oh, of slime. Oh, my goodness. It's the pornography. It haunts my mind. Again, nothing to be ashamed of. Not the way I use it. <laughs> okay, I rescinded. <laughs> I'm going to trust you on this one. Uh, Nyak, with your belly fully prostrate uh, on the floor of this museum, you don't see any physical footprints, but you can sense almost a uh, arcane footprint, residue of a magical presence mm. that dwells in this place. It's very faint, but you get the sense that someone might be here. Someone has preceded us. Okay. Then I will perhaps uh, activate my armor of amethyst. Very cool. To prepare myself for if something should be hostile. I could cast invisibility on us. Mm. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, why not? I would say why not. Um, I'll do a fourth level invisibility to make us all invisible. Oh, I like this. Very cool. Finally, I am the way I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I hug Nyak. That was too sad. Come here, bring it in. As I as I disappear, I uh, a, a single choking cry before I I muffle it. <laughs> oh my god! I'm good. Chance, we really need to sort of start taking better care of Nyak. <laughs> he, he fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> this battle took a toll on his morale. It's been one day. <laughs> <laughs> it was lying in the dirt that did it. <laughs> Jins, as soon as you cast this invisibility spell, you hear a voice. That trick's not going to work twice, you know. Mm. I don't think it worked the first time. Not very well. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving you more credit than you deserve. Well, it seems we are met with the benefactor. Indeed. You blink, and suddenly he's there. Clad now in his iconic emerald robes and clockwork spectacles is the benefactor. Or, as you know him now, Nalar, the god of time and tides. Hey, Nalar? Yes. Nadas wanted to say they're sorry. <sighs> it's too late for apologies. He looks down at his leg, 
which is covered in some sort of strange igneous stone. Much too late. (sighs) He sighs heavily and plants his golden staff firmly on the ground, then looks up at you, his emerald eyes burning with resolve. So, how do you want to do this? Shall we talk first? Or shall we fight? Entirely up to you. I will cast Hexblade Curse on him. (laughs) (laughs) But I am also invisible, so perhaps he does not witness this. (laughs) Okay. I totally forgot that you're invisible. So Nalar just asked an empty room if they wanted to talk. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not sure if he saw us turn invisible or if he has true sight. So I guess I'm just giving him the finger and see if he reacts. <laughs> just kind of like moving around. Uh, why'd you do a perception? Okay. Or insight. Uh, that is a natural one. Natural one. Who? You cannot tell shit. His pupils are darting back and forth. Uh, So you're not sure if he's following your middle finger or just kind of looking around the room trying to figure out where you are. I hold up an Elven porno magazine (laughs) and see if his pupils dilate when he sees that. Hold on. Let me do a roll. I'll roll for perception. Ooh, that's a 27 for me looking at his pupils. Wow. Okay. So despite the fact that he can't actually see the magazine because it's also invisible, you notice without fail that Nalar is 0% horny. He rolled a two. And with this magazine, he would have he would have been chubbed up at least. <laughs> Can I do an insight check or a nature check on the rock on his leg? Yeah, great. Uh, what would you prefer I do for that? Why don't you do insight? Mm, okay. 17. 17. Onyx, with a 17, you remember seeing this stone shape on his leg before uh, when Nalar and Leont did battle in the Wharfside Manor. Uh, when Nalar powered up and assumed his godly form, uh, the golden cast that was on his leg melted off, and you saw this stone there. And as a dropout geology student, does the rock mean anything to me? It's not like any rock you've ever seen. It looks unnatural. With a 17, I'll also say you remember seeing this rock in one other place. On Leon's arm in uh, Draxmond Mountain. Okay. Interesting. This rock has the power to make gods of mortals. Did you leave? Are you still here? I asked a question and then you just kind of were silent for about five minutes. What's going on? What's with the rock on your leg? (sighs) We're chatting, but we have to, we can only chat for 30 seconds because I guessed a curse on him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes, I felt that. It tickled. (laughs) Uh, I guess I'm going to walk away from Nyak and Onyx kind of prepping if he sees us or when he attacks to make sure we're not all grouped up. Yeah, I'm going to walk right next to him because I am wondering if he is perhaps some sort of mage. And based on the new power in my flail from Nadas, I now have the uh, feet mage slayer. Oh, very cool. Yeah, for those listening, um, since Onyx put the essence of Nadas that she got from that orb into her flail, uh, I allowed her to take uh, an extra feat. So I took a feat that I thought would help 
me to achieve the goal that Nadas asked of me. Very cool. So you are kind of circling towards the back of Nalar currently? Yes. Going to be five feet away from him, right over his shoulder. Okay, okay. Uh, Jins, where are you? Um, I am spinning a time dagger <laughs> and going around near the front, I guess, on the other side. Uh, Nayak, how about you? Still holding the porno? I've rolled up the porno, and I've sidled up right... Don't roll it up! <laughs> it's my magazine, your brother. <laughs> magazine, yes. It's my magazine. I can do this with it. I'm dog-earing all my favorite pages. Okay, well, it's strange that you would even take out the November issue um, if you weren't going to take the whole year. They're a collection, a set. You need to keep it all together. I uh, make a big show that I don't care about the magazine, but then I go over to the side of uh, Nalar and uh, straighten it out against my pant leg. I'm going to do a general perception uh, to see if Nalar is able to kind of sense where y'all are moving to and the fact that you're moving around. Cool. Okay, that's going to be a 23. Uh, so they are aware. Sure, yes. Uh, move around. Make yourself comfortable. Uh, Onyx, you asked about my leg, yes? I throw my voice in front of him. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> he turns around and faces you, uh, not knowing exactly where you are, but having a pretty good idea. <laughs> kind of leans in right towards your ear and whispers, a parting gift from Nadas, if you must know. Mm. I also cast freedom of movement on myself, which I can do at will without expending a spell slot. But I do it secretly. <laughs> um, was that a gift given by accident as kind of collateral damage, or did you have a fight? Just asking, because we're also triplets. <laughs> and I don't want to, you know, have the same pitfalls. No, it's it's very wise to ask. You know, you, you think you know who your friends are. You think you know who the closest people in your life are, and then something like this happens. Nadas betrayed me. They used my own research into stopping time to create some sort of powerful symbol spell. I suppose you... Might want to thank them, though. If not for Nadasa's intervention, I would already be dead and this world would be free of its magical shackles. So Nadas cast a spell to save you, and that is why they apologized to you? Some might see it as me being saved, but I didn't want to be saved. Let me explain. Okay. Please do. When you saw me in Vainalar building that machine, it wasn't for the other gods. I wasn't trying to take their life. I was trying to end my own. Because of the pain of immortality or because of the irresponsibility of immortality? A little bit of both. I've lived for over a hundred thousand years. I've lived every possible human experience ten times over. I've been a scientist, a hero, a king, and finally a god. I've explored the reaches of space and knowledge. There is nothing left for me to do. But more importantly, I am fucking sick of this place. No, 
No, sick isn't the right word. I'm embarrassed. He starts walking around, pacing, just kind of ranting to whoever is listening. It seems like even if you weren't here, he would still be going on about this. We were... We were so excited when we made Trinavale. We were finally getting a chance to make a world of our own imagining. A world full of noble heroes and powerful magics. A world both exciting and entertaining. But eventually things got out of hand. See, he kind of walks over to one of the rocks shaped like Agandel. As our power grew, the power and potential of Trinavale grew as well. Magic became as common as water. Every cavern became overloaded with treasure. And crystals were goddamn everywhere. And it just got worse as time went on. The elves stopped studying magic and started performing burlesque dances. Excuse you? I will not be excused. You are a noble people, and this is how you cavort? But that's not the worst of it. Gorillas learned to talk. Gorillas are wise. Moon rocks came to life. And all of them, every single race, got way too horny. You were horny once. We saw the picture. (laughs) And you could be horny again. I was horny with restraint. (laughs) I make the magazine visible. (laughs) I have... I, That's right. On it, Jen. On it. That's my porn right there. <gasps> and I don't just collect it. I look at it a lot. Why do I feel like I've seen that porn before? Were you holding that up before? He was. I briefly displayed it. It is my brother's <laughs> porn, but I am I must admit I'm intrigued by it. Gah, not me. He looks away. <laughs> just think about it. Think about this world. How, how silly it's gotten. Just magic vending machines full of BBs. Dragons made of vape smoke? Even the gnomes! Your beloved gnomes, Onyx, my faithful tinkerers. They started making giant robots for no reason. The gnomes of your world are the realization of something beautiful and true. Do not go after the gnomes of this world. It's just a giant golden man. The legs don't even move. It just flies. The legs are purely aesthetic. Yes. It's stupid. Everything is stupid. This entire world is so dumb. Have you ever seen anyone fucking one? <laughs> yeah, the hand of it provides a great deal of uh, <clears throat> privacy. It, it actually doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as much as you would like. <laughs> or think. Or hope. What would your world have looked like? And what if you wanted to unmake yourself, what have you come here today to do? I am assuming you have some sort of date with the lathe of creation? I'm here because I know that you are here to place those crystals in the lathe. And I'm here to stop you. I'm here to kill you and take the crystals for myself. And what will you do with them? Because perhaps we will agree with you and we'll just give them over. Yeah, you're you're a freaking knob, man. Uh, we'll blast you with the crystals if you want. How dare if you? That's what you want. <laughs> You think you think that you can just blast me with the crystals? It takes lots of preparation to build the machine, to build the celestial guillotine that I need to end my life. It's not some simple procedure. It's scientific. How about this? We'll end your life so that you don't have to put so much effort into this. 
and I attack him. <laughs> <laughs> you attack him? Yeah, I guess yeah, why I not, guess, right? I guess we'll attack. I'm invisible. I get advantage. You might as well go for it. So be it. If you can do as you say, then please, without hesitation, bring your worst. And as you prepare to fight him, you see he pulls a pocket watch from his robe, opens his mouth, drops the pocket watch inside, and swallows it. That's kinky. Oh, we're the silly ones, and you're out here eating watches. <laughs> yeah, I was watches. just going to say, you're so mad about this world being silly, but Shut you just up. did quite a silly thing. I'm going to blast you with these crystals, Shut man. up! You're going to get crystal blasted. <laughs> you're going to get blasted by the crystals. It's not going to work, I'm telling you. I'm a victim just as much as you are. Everyone hold up a crystal. We're going to blast him. <laughs> Ready, three, two, one, go. I hold up that crystal. Okay. Triplet crystal stare. Triplet crystal stare. <laughs> Jens, it's not working. It's I know, not I'm working. Crying. I don't know where my crystal is. I made Jen open some curtains to try and get some yes, light you, shining through them. It's because Nyax not holding I, it up higher. I can't find higher. it this second. Once, uh, oh, okay. I have, I have many different satchels, brother. What? Just spilling gloves out onto the floor. <laughs> uh, so you wave your crystals around uh, like flashlights at a slumber party, <laughs> and as you do that, you see. Nalar's body begins to contort and then rips as massive gears sprout from his back. Oh, is it working? Yes. We're doing it. (laughs) Keep your crystals high, brother. This is not you. We're doing it, Nyak. You're not doing this. He's turning into clocks. We're heroes. We're heroes of Trinityville. We've turned him into a harmless clock. I planned this. Crystal triplet stare. (laughs) (laughs) We're making him stronger. This is our fault. (laughs) As the gears turn, Nalar's hands and feet grow into huge, null-frost-covered claws. Hmm. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay, put the crystal down, maybe. Okay, Nyak, you need to focus. You need to not think about claws. <laughs> I'm trying. Think about more small clock stuff. Small <laughs> clocks, everyone. All I can think about is big, scary clocks, brother. <laughs> everyone stop thinking of big, scary clocks. Now I'm thinking about big, scary clocks. From his back, metallic wings unfold and a massive segmented tail shaped like the hand of a clock thuds to the ground. Onyx, did you... Th- <laughs> Did you think, who thought about the wings and the tail? I, I did. I thought about wings. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, I, I actually thought about a visor. <laughs> what? He's not wearing a visor, right? <laughs> Just a nice, like, Marlboro visor. <laughs> like from cartons? Like from points? Yeah. <laughs> like a, a sun visor. You see Nalar's holding a small Marlboro visor in their hand, and they, like, hide it behind their back. <laughs> you didn't do that. No. <laughs> Is that a visor? <laughs> on his face, on his visorless face, you see <laughs> horns, teeth, and a cog-shaped third eye, which opens wide and stares directly at you. <laughs> the clockwork dragon roars, oh, no. flaps its mechanical wings, then begins to speak. When last we fought... I used only a fraction of my strength. Now you shall bear witness 
to the power that only 100,000 years of cruel, unending fate can bestow. Everybody, roll initiative. Okay. Oh, boy. 21. Wow. Dirty 20. A five. (laughs) Off a nat one. So I am dexterous. A graceful five. Gentleman's five. Um, So, yeah, you see this massive uh, clockwork dragon covered in uh, bronze and gears uh, and this glowing central third eye on top of his forehead uh, staring you down. You do see a little steam kind of billowing out of of his nostrils. Um, And he kind of squares up, trying to get a sense of where you are in the room. And he says, you know... I actually dreamed that one day three noble heroes might come and put a stop to my plan. A knight, a mage, a ranger. Ah, what a perfect team that would be. Instead, I get you three. A couple of toxic weirdos and a tiny horse that makes the worst noise I've ever heard in my entire life. It's actually a teacup unicorn. It's so weird to call a unicorn a horse. That's so weird. It's, it's a horse. I'm not wrong. Ah! <laughs> See? See? <laughs> That's why when I defeat you, I'm not only using the crystals to take myself out. I'm taking the world with me, too. Oh, that's the part of it we don't like. <laughs> okay, everyone. Copy. Let's stick with the tri- okay. crystal triplet stare. <laughs> Nalar slams a massive Nullfrost paw down onto the ground. And as he does this, the sky, the blue sky above, switches to black. And you see the cube of Trinavale, as well as its two moons floating above you. There's a reason we designed this world with six sides. If we ever got sick of one, we could just flip it and start again. So now, as soon as the celestial guillotine takes my life, I've programmed the entire planet to terminate, flip, and start again. That's terminate. That was almost clever. There's still beauty in this world. (laughs) Your reward shall be instant death. (gasps) Fuck. All right. Now, let's get into this battle. Nyak, you're up first. All right, I quickly, um, well, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on this guy. Great. I am also going to super quickly make my arrows have, instead of feathers, just tiny little naked elves from the magazines. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) come on, man. (laughs) You've lived 100,000 years, but you've never seen anyone do this before. (laughs) And I bend over and I fire an arrow from, from behind through my butt. (laughs) <laughs> what is he doing <laughs> proving his thesis wrong he's invisible we can't see any well, of this <laughs> I, he comes out of invisible once he casts a spell so True. I think he thinks he's doing True. this by himself but we're seeing everything uh, that's a 25 <laughs> to hit I hate to admit it but you're right I've never seen anything like this and probably for good reason it's dumb Oh, he gets hit with an arrow <laughs> 11 damage on my first arrow Cool. Um, and then I'm going to go into a backbend and <laughs> shoot again. Shout out to the two crew. Yikes. I bent over too far. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the naked elven lady arrow whizzes past him, and you do see Nolar's eyes uh, flick towards it for a second. I wasn't looking. I'm not horny. It's okay. <laughs> I've, I've learned recently that it's okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mag has had such a strange day. You went from having like an existential crisis and breaking down to being into like erotic archery now. <laughs> yeah. You just found your passion. I think I found my thing today. I mean, on the other side of every single breakdown is erotic archery. <laughs> you you don't find rock bottom without finding erotic archery immediately after. <laughs> You truly are my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and now Nayak has peaked. <laughs> All right, is that your turn? That is my turn. Great. Uh, that brings us to Onyx. Okay. I will attack with advantage for the first one because I'm coming out of invisibility. Cool. Does a 21 hit? 21 does hit. Okay. I will do my Eldritch Smite. Oh, wow. And that is going to be... 45 damage. Woo! Whoa. Healthy. And then I will attack again. Is it 45 damage? 45 damage. Just checking because it's a fucking lot. All right, you attack again? Yes. Bring it. Is a 16 going to hit? 16 does not hit. Okay. Um, Onyx, as you lay into Nalar uh, with this Eldritch Smite, um, I imagine you got to get pretty close up to do that. You're in close range. Oh, I'm within five feet. You uh, see him, as a reaction, plant one of his claws on your chest. Whoa. Mm -hmm. And you look down and see that there is now this turquoise rune on your chest. And before you can even react to that rune being there, a portal opens, and you see Nalar through the portal in his clockwork form uh -oh. breathe fire on you. Yikes. And I need you to roll constitution with disadvantage. Constitution with disadvantage. Okay. Let me see if I have anything. And this is not a spell. He's not a mage right now. Nope. This is his future breath ability. Okay. That's going to be a fail no matter what. There's nothing I can do. Okay, um, let me get some D8s real quick. Uh, this does feel like that time travel gun that we had before, except he can make it so he's uh, shooting uh, stuff at us from the future. Onyx, what did you roll on your constitution? Um, I rolled a, a five. A five. <sighs> okay, so you take 63 damage. And you are frozen in time. Um, cool. Let me just look at my armor of Agathis real quick, just to see what happens. Okay, yeah, that's cool. You bypassed everything I can do. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, uh, so Onyx, that's your turn. Um, and then let's see. I believe as a legendary action, uh, Jins, you're still invisible, right? Yes. Cool. I think they're going to use uh, a perception check to try and figure out where you are. That is a natural one. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. They are way too distracted by the porn arrows to notice anything <laughs> other than that. Erotic archery. Okay. Um, awesome. That brings us to, oh, Nalar's turn proper. Um, they are going to take uh, a multi-attack at Nyak, seeing as they have already neutralized Onyx. Cool. Of course. Bring it on and come on. So this is for the bite. 
Does a 21 hit you? I think it should. It does. Okay, that is going to be 21 damage from the bite. Okay. Um, but you better believe I've got multi-attack defense. I put Ooh. a jam jar on my head as a helmet, <laughs> and my AC is now 21. It's now 21? Correct. Great. Uh, now they're going to make two claw attacks at you. Um, first one's going to be 18. That misses. Second one, 23. So that just that hits. Is. So they're going to do uh, 14 more damage. Okay. All right. Um, and that is their turn. And that brings us to Jin's. Sweet. First things first, I'm going to release Keychain. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Long time. No see. Hi. Yes. Usually we can kind of handle it ourselves, but this is a pretty extreme situation. Uh, Onyx is frozen in time and she's the strongest, so um, you'll need to do something. Holy fuck. Yeah. Is that a dragon? Uh, sure is. It's a clock dragon. At first, we thought we were just turning it into a small, harmless clock, but we kept thinking about dragon things, <laughs> and we've seemed to have manifested it somehow. Be careful. It has a visor. Also, I'm invisible. This this must be incredibly confusing for you. <laughs> Keychain does see the crumpled visor and says, it will be mine. <laughs> uh, great. Anything to get you to stop smoking. <laughs> it's the one advantage of being a robot. I can never die. And I don't go to sleep, but I can smoke all I want. Careful, this guy can't die, and it really ruined his life. <laughs> it seems bad. So, uh, Keychain rolled a three, so they'll go after you, Jens. So, Onyx essentially has a spell cast on her. Yes. Does this seem like something I could possibly dispel? Um, like if I cast dispel magic? Yeah, I would I would allow that. Oh, could I have counterspelled it? Uh, I don't think so, because it's an ability, not a spell. But I, I think that it is magical in nature, so I'd allow it to spell magic. You have, like, a status on you, essentially. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay, great. So, first things first. Is that status paralyzed or restrained? Because <laughs> I can't be that. Um, it's You're literally stopped in time. Frozen. So it's like a magical... Okay. You're magically paralyzed, I guess. Final Fantasy style. Yeah. So I'm going to open my turn from Invisible... Uh, try to get lucky with the advantage and throw a time dagger with my offhand as a bonus action. Ooh, Ooh. very nice. Come on. It's probably going to hit, but not a nat 20. Um, that is 25 to hit. That does hit. Great. Uh, it's just going to be 10 damage. Okay. And I very confidently say, you are not the master of time. That title belongs to me, and it's high noon. <laughs> And then I look and I see that it's dark. And then I go, I mean, midnight. And then I toss it and I do hit the dragon, but it doesn't do much. I just ate a clock. I can tell you exactly. It is 4.37 p.m. 4.37 and it's dark. Where are we? <laughs> this is a hologram. This is like a planetarium top. Did you not get that? But you're like a time. So this person's frozen in time, but it's 4.37 and this is fake. You're silly. <laughs> I'm not silly. <laughs> I cast Dispel Magic on Onyx to try to get her unfrozen in time. Awesome. Uh, since this doesn't have a like spell level attached to it, I'll just say that you can burn it and it'll work. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah I, I cast it and uh, free her cool. from her time prison. Nice. I don't know what happened. I assume that I just attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Onyx. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, and then I'll use my movement to move kind of far away from Onyx and 
Naya. Very nice. Great turn. Thank you. That brings us to another legendary action from Nalar. Ooh la la. Legendary actions are fun, y'all. Uh, so they are going to do a wing attack. So this is going to be Onyx and Nyak are going to be in the range of this wing attack. Uh, this is a uh, DC 19 deck save. Uh, he flaps his big mechanical wings and Ooh. creates a big gust. I love the gust. I did just crit. Damn. And I You crit? Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, fuck. I got a 26. Nice, guys. So, yeah. Uh, uh, 20, uh, 24. Nice. Yeah, so that gust just makes my mullet look awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you choose that haircut? It's so stupid. Why would you choose a visor? (laughs) Okay, you know what? When you live for 100,000 years and you can't die, you pick up smoking. It's fun. (laughs) It is fun. The robot gets it. (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely smoke if I was immortal. It makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, like, what was I going to do? Not accept the visor? I got all the points. I already got the Sea-Doo. I worked my way down from the Sea-Doo. You must have so many points. I have so many points. My points could be yours. Give me the crystals. Give me your Sea-Doo. <laughs> That's why we're fighting, isn't it? Give us your Sea-Doo, you villainous creature. <laughs> what does Sea-Doo? It's, it's like a wave runner, right? Jet ski, yeah. It's a jet ski for someone that would wear a visor. Precisely. <laughs> well well put. <laughs> uh, awesome. So that is um, their legendary action. And that brings us to Keychain. Ooh, baby. Mm. Uh, it's been a while since Keychain's been in the mix. You see Keychain uh, finishes his cigarette, <laughs> kicks it out on the ground, says, here's to feeling good all the time. <laughs> and he's going to make three bite attacks. Wow. Nice. I forgot that you bite, Keychain. It's been a long time. <laughs> he he got his teeth nice and hot from the cigarettes, too. <laughs> all right, let's see here. That's going to miss. That's going to oh, miss. No. Ooh, all right. One hit. One hit. Don't worry. He's getting a D8 in. Don't you worry about our boy. Good, good. So that is going to be 11 damage. Okay. Out. And Keychain is going to action surge. Yes. Ooh, whoa. Wow. What a, a strong fighter. robot. Keychain uh, lights another cigarette and mimics rolling up his sleeves and just launches forward and takes three more attacks. Chomp, chomp, chomp. That's going to miss. That's going to miss. One more hit from Keychain, though. (laughs) Okay, good. Two out of six ain't bad. (laughs) And that is 11 more damage. I got one out of two, so actually you're not doing worse than me. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My ratio is terrible, but it's the thought that counts. Uh, and he does put his cigarette out on uh, the bronze chassis of this uh, clockwork dragon. Stop it! Whoa. You're scuffing my chassis! <laughs> <laughs> Scuff his chassis. <laughs> Everyone go after the chassis. He seems to love it. Get off my chassis! Jesus, come on! So unclassy to burst my chassis. <laughs> Boo! Ah. That's silly. You made a rhyme. That's no! very silly. That was trashy. I'm not silly. I see this world was made in your image. <laughs> okay, uh, that is initiative zero, which brings us to Nalar's layer action. Um, now, as part of Nalar's future breath ability, uh, he has to actually open the portal to the past. So that is what you see him doing now. Uh, the emerald cog-shaped central eye on his forehead glows uh, and you see this portal open up uh, and you see him breathe fire from this position in time into the past directly onto Onyx and with that Uh. the loop is closed. Wow. 
Okay. Uh, and that is going to bring us back to um, Nyak. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to get sassy on the chassis, actually. Ooh. <laughs> I am. You know what? I'm going to expel three jam points. Wow. And I'm going to cast the slow spell on this dragon. Ooh. My brother and I both control time. And now it's 12.01. Midnight <laughs> 01 o'clock. <laughs> Take that. That's so late. I should be asleep. All right, let's see if you can beat Nalar at his own game. That's a nat 20. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Well, we're trading crits on saving throws, okay? You don't have to apologize. I can use use another jam point to make it happen. Yo! Whoa. What? Hell yeah. You have an ability that just... Make someone just fail? My dunkle wrote the rules, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Did Moonshine retroactively have that? <laughs> when Nyak was like level nine, he was having a real rough go at being a ranger. So I tried to help our boy out. <laughs> you didn't count on me reading the sheet this time, did no. you? <laughs> he wrote the sheet. Um, <laughs> I think you try to cast this spell and it fails. It fizzles uh, as it reaches the dragon. Uh, and he starts to laugh at you, but as he does, his throat fills with jam, and he chokes <laughs> it down, and you poison him with the slow effect. That's Ooh, right. Minus two to AC and dex save throws. It can't use reactions. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, he has legendary resistance, but that's just for saving throws. There's nothing about you just overturning it. So I basically gave you a legendary resistance override, which was maybe foolish on my part, but (laughs) I'm standing by it. You are going to need to make two uh, jam rolls, though. Cool. That's right. We're going to say gnaw, which means give Nyak a win. (laughs) (laughs) Just gnawing away on this one. That's gnaw. Oh, gnaw. Uh, It goes against the raw, but it is gnaw. (laughs) Uh, That's an 11 on my first jam roll. Okay, you're safe. Okay. Now the threshold is two. (laughs) Wow, that's close. That was a five on my second roll. Okay, you're in the clear. Jam threshold is at three. And I'm going to use my bonus action to dash. I can do that uh, on my level 12 ranger. So I'm going to dash towards Jens unstrategically, but I'm trying to get a low five. Awesome. (laughs) Why are you? Don't come near me. There's a dragon. Just ah. trying to get that low five, brother. Which I'm fine. I, I slap his hand and try to push him away. Get out of here. <laughs> Nyak, Not because I don't like you, because I like you. Get away. Nyak barrel rolls uh, alone, just uh, as far as away as I can get from Jen's post high five. <laughs> low five. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Nice turn. So you, you're you uh, trying to baseball slide into that low five? That's right. And then passed it, threw it <laughs> away to my own area. As you slide away, you see Nalar looks so confused. I've spent thousands of years mastering what little can be known of time magic. And yet, in the span of months, you learn this spell? How? How is that possible? It's because I have a parasite. (laughs) Uh, What? (laughs) Perhaps that is the case. Yes, that could be it. Uh, He sniffs the air and you see like a kind of metallic frown forms on his face. So you are playing with an unfair advantage it would seem. Of all the people. Very well. I'll take care of him next. Um, I will say, Nyak, 
keeping him from doing reactions is huge because now he can't use future breath. Ooh, that's good. Um, as long as he is under this spell. Holy shit. Okay, so uh, he's going to make a... Um, I think he's just going to make a tail attack on Onyx then since uh, uh, Nyak and Jins are out of the way. Is it a melee attack? Yes. Okay, roll to see if you hit. I will. Does a 15 hit? Probably doesn't. 15 does not hit because they just buffed my decks. Nice. So you nice. miss. Um, cool. Okay, I don't have to do anything then. Yep. Uh, his clock hand tail slams into your maul uh, and it makes his entire body like vibrate. <laughs> he is silly. Very silly. <laughs> no, no, this serious. Is very silly. I just feel as though the silliness comes from you. This is Tom and Jerry behavior. This is Wile E. Coyote behavior. This is no Bugs Bunny shit. This is serious <laughs> business. I will. You brought up Bugs Bunny on your own. I hadn't even mentioned Bugs. What? That was all you. <laughs> you are Yosemite Sam. <laughs> What's up, clock? <laughs> oh, 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 yes. <laughs> Erotic archery and stand-up comedy in one day. Take it back. How dare you? <laughs> I'm serious. My mission is pure. I shall remake the world. It's it's really, it's heavy stuff. Give me your visor. <laughs> um, awesome. So that is going to be Onyx's turn. Okay, I'm going to attack him. Does a 21 hit? Uh, 21 does hit. Okay. Especially now. Oh, I'm doing another Eldritch Smite. Oh, boy. So it becomes 56 damage. Whoa. Wow. I will take my oh second my attack. Oh, because I also have a Life Drinker and X-Blade Curse on him. Uh, and I will take my next attack. Does a 19 hit? Yes, it does. Yeah! Wow. Okay. Uh, this time, just 25. 25 more damage. Yes. It's really good. Yeah, <laughs> that's not just. I do like nine a turn. <laughs> well, I do an extra five every time I hit, and I also cursed him. He is cursed. His entire existence is cursed, <laughs> and he hates it, and he hates you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's going to take another uh, legendary action. Let's see here. He is going to take another tail attack at you, Onyx, since you are the only one close enough. Okay. Shout out to the two crew. Jesus yeah. Christ. I kind of want him to hit because I have two different abilities I could do if he hits me with a melee attack. Uh, you were just bear traps within bear traps. <laughs> All right, but that does bring us to uh, Nalar's turn proper. Um, Nyak, how far can you dash on a turn? Um, do I, I can dash my full speed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 30 feet away. 30 feet away. And you're over by Jin's, we'll say, is also 30 feet away. Uh, unfortunately... Um, Nalar's movement is only 20 feet right now because of the slow spell, but he's Ooh. desperate to uh, break your concentration. So I think let's first of all see if he gets his breath weapon back. Uh, that is a one. He does not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? All right. I think, yeah, he can't. I don't think he can hit you from this far away. So I think what he's going to do is cast a spell that I'm calling Reading the River. You see Nalar's third eye glows with this emerald light, uh, and his pupil starts darting around all at once, as if he sees millions of naked elf ladies all around him. Oh, to be inside that head. <laughs> uh, and that is his turn. Uh, I'm going to counterspell. Okay. <laughs> what level counterspell are you doing? Uh, I'll just do a regular one and do a roll. Okay. Uh, third level. 
Cool. So the DC, that means the DC is 10 plus the spell's level. Wait, if he just cast a spell, if he just cast a spell, I have, would have Mage Slayer and I would get to attack him again. Fuck, okay. <laughs> 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 We're just, just, bam, bam. <laughs> this is the only spell he can do. <laughs> yeah, because I still have a reaction, so I can attack him. All right, uh, so you're going to do a roll for it. I'm going to say uh, you need to get a DC 16 on your counter spell uh, to break this ability. Okay, so I have a plus five to charisma. I have to get an 11 or higher. That's an 11, so that is exactly 16. Oh! <laughs> you love to see it. Uh, you see, like, as he's, like, reading every possible future, his eye darting around, um, a small fly just uh, zips into it. Oh, ow, oh, oh, it's, oh, I gotta flush it, I gotta flush it. So since this was counterspelled, that means it's a spell, which means I can use my reaction to attack him. Go for it. I'm guessing at 24 hits. That will hit. Should have said it was an ability. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Never say spell around this crew. Yeah. Lesson learned. Another 25. Another 25 damage. Wow. Oh, uh, just so you know, uh, five of that is necrotic. Okay. Uh, so that is uh, Nalar's turn. He looks real bummed, but is keeping a very serious <laughs> face on. Huh, whatever. I'll just do it again next time. Wow. That's an Elmer Fudd attitude is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I will get you, you wascally... <laughs> I will get you, you wascally weirdo. Wancer? Is that what you want to say? No, Wancer isn't even a word. Why would I say that? I don't know, because you, you're Elmer Fudd. Silence! <laughs> oh, before I end my turn, uh, let me roll to see if I get out of the slow effect. Uh, Nyak, what DC do I need to beat? Uh, 16. 16, all right. Come on. Come on, I never ask for good rolls. <laughs> Ah, 16 exactly, and Damn. then uh, my wisdom is plus six, so uh, luckily uh, he shakes off the slow. Uh, his voice goes from, all right, that's enough. That's right, that's, I'm going to get serious now. <laughs> no, no, serious. Okay, very wow. silly, very that was silly. Goofy. Not silly, not silly, very that was, serious. That was toony, that was toony. <laughs> you, you're a tiny tune, man, that's the what you are. The flow of time should not be meddled with. How dare you? Wait, oh. <laughs> Uh, all right, Jens, that's you. Uh, sweet. Um, so I uh, realized that I kind of cheated last turn. So oh. as penance, I will not do an offhand attack because I'm not supposed to do an offhand attack unless I use the attack action. Oh, so this time okay. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I won't attack with my offhand. Thank you for coming clean. Yes, of course. That's a good idea to cheat. I'm going to cheat in my next turn. Please do not. Yes. Oh, my God. It feels like you're cheating every turn. I swear to God. <laughs> I lightly spank myself for cheating. Um, Stop that. <laughs> just a little like giddy up to myself as I um, hop forward uh, and then I'm going to uh, make two attacks with my short swords cool that is a 20 to hit on the first one yes that hits great okay so on the first one I'm going to do a divine flourish uh, which is basically like a smite mm -hmm. I'm going to do it at a fourth level so that I can do it for 5d8 so I'm going to do 5d8 plus my regular attack I think as I spank myself, um, the it sort of propels me forward as I stab forward with the short sword. You were horny once. <laughs> Here I was thinking, you know what? I'll use a, a slightly less strong dragon stats for this fight. <laughs> <laughs> 
42 damage. Oof. Woo! Yeah, baby. Uh, and then I get to roll the infinite cheeks of destiny as I rhythmically spank myself. <laughs> I got a 27. So Ooh. I auto cast auto's irresistible dance. <laughs> no, no. Now this is dance. Yeah, this is cartoony. Dance, you tiny tune. What dance do you make him do? Uh, the Charleston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is somewhat sensible, I suppose. <laughs> yada, 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 da, 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 da. yada, yada. See, the more sensible the dance, the more silly you look doing it because you're a giant <laughs> clock dragon. <laughs> Do you see? Uh, he still has his golden cane from when he was in his human form, and he starts oh, spinning that around. Uh, yep. And then he uh, takes his visor and he like bumps it off his elbow, and it just lands right on his head. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> and then I'll make a second attack. God damn it! While they're dancing. Nat twenty. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Okay. And then I'm going to do a mobile flourish. So I'm going to add another d10 to that. Goodness so gracious. A crit, so 2d10. So now I'm going to roll my crit damage. 30 damage on that one. Okay. Wow. And that is a mobile flourish. So uh, I can push the target up to five feet away, plus the number equal to the feet of the number I rolled on my uh, die. Okay. Uh, so an extra nine feet, so 14 feet away. Um, and then I can, uh, oh, I can use my reaction to move up to my walking speed, but I think I'm not going to do that. I don't want to use my reaction. I'm just going to use my movement at the end of my turn to get away from Nyak. Why? <laughs> Surely you understand by now. I'll be right behind you, brother. Wait one second. No, please don't be. Absolutely don't be. So your crit was 30 damage. There was no extra damage there. It was just the movement. Yes. Cool. You push Nalar, um, who is very top-heavy because he's doing the Charleston now, uh, and he kind of stumbles but then recovers. Ha-cha-cha-cha! Keeps Charlestoning. Uh, pretty good. Um, pretty good. Pretty good turn, I would say, Jens. Goodness gracious. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, that is going to bring us to Keychain. Oh, boy. Yeah. That visor will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to fight me for it, but okay. Me as well. <laughs> you can have the sea dew. I cannot get wet. <laughs> I can't. I just really don't totally understand what a sea dew is. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, they're going to. Yeah, they're going to go ahead and take three attacks. All right. Nalar's AC is back up because he beat that spell. So that's going to be two hits from Keychain. Yeah. That is 17 damage from Keychain. Respectable. Indeed. Uh, Y'all, with Keychain getting in there and taking his swipes, Nalar's looking a little hurt. You see uh, some of the bronze casing is starting to look dented and scuffed. Uh, His chassis is just fucked all to hell. The chassis is a massive. (laughs) Um, After Keychain goes... You see, uh, he breathes steam out of his nostrils and goes, This is getting so goddamn silly. I didn't want to have to do this, but here goes nothing. He raises up his head and he shouts, Child of the stone, you who share in my immortal plight, come forth and aid my mission. And then you hear... From one of the rocks uh, over in the garden, a voice that says, 
Duh, okay, boss. And then you hear Nalar go, Ugh, just, just get over here. Just get over here. Duh, you gotta say my name first. <sighs> Rockley. Come over here, Rockley. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you see, uh, from one of the rocks in this rock garden, a rock man who has a head that looks like a piece of broccoli comes up and starts walking over. They call me Rockley because I look like broccoli and I'm made of rocks. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Okay, who gave you that name? Because that's very silly and I do feel as though it was uh, who we are fighting right now. I gave myself my own name. Okay. That's Pretty clever for you. Yeah. It's not clever. It's stupid. His real name is Rutherford. Rockley, you're you're on our side. I think there's no other way to look at this. <laughs> yeah, we all support the name that you gave yourself. I, I don't yes. understand the draw. To we think Rockley is a great man. name. We want you to live in a world where rocks can be vegetables. <laughs> this is my brother. He's super positive. Check this out. This, this dragon wants to destroy that. I have my crystal up pointed at myself. And I've already titled the video, Beautiful Man Talks to Weird Rock Creature and Convinces Him That Life Is Worth Living. Nyak is hashtagging the vitamins that we're selling underneath. <laughs> Non-FDA vitamins. <laughs> Sorry, but as a rock, I'm destined to live forever, and that's a tough vegetable to swallow. So I'm aligning myself with this immortal who wants to end the world and remake it. Here we go. Okay, you're also immortal, and it hurts. Oh, so you're dumb and bad. Okay. <laughs> wow. Your voice was endearing. I thought maybe you were dumb and we could get oh, you. Oh, I'm certainly dumb, but I'm also <laughs> under the sway of this god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he's going to roll forward and try and hit, uh, I guess, I think he's going to have to go for Onyx because she's the one that's up in the mix. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm within five feet of the dragon. Okay. Does a 17 hit? Uh, it would hit, but I'm going to Entropic Ward. Whoa. Oh, wait. Did I used my reaction already. I can't do ah. it. Okay, yeah, it does hit. Okay, uh, so the stone man, Rockley, uh, reaches out. You see that his fingers do look like carrots. It's a really confusing theme. Um, he <laughs> swipes at you for nine damage. Okay. But uh, you are also going to need to make a DC 12 constitution save. Okay. I fail. Ugh. Uh-oh. Um, as the stone carrots swipe into you, you feel the wound start to crust over with rocks and you begin to turn to stone. Okay. Uh, you're restrained until your next turn. When I you can't can be restrained. You can't be restrained. Nice. You can't be paralyzed or restrained. Holy shit. <laughs> care, care rot does not work <laughs> on my triplet sister. <laughs> you see, yeah, the, uh, the like stone wound starts to spread and then it just sucks back in yeah. and heals itself. Well, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Isn't that goofy? Uh, Rockley turns to Nalar. What sort of power do they have? I thought that you were the all-powerful god here. No, I am. They're just wacky as shit and I don't understand it. It's like it's their superpower somehow. <laughs> Being absolute goons and buffoons, it somehow makes them stronger. I hate it. Kill them, Rockley. Okay. Uh, and that is going to be Nyak's turn. Sweet. Are they 
are Rockley and the dragons, <laughs> uh, are they next to each other? They're within. Yeah, they're all up in the mix with Onyx. All right, cool. So I'm going to use my ability called Volley uh, that lets me fire at both of them. Awesome. Um, and I'm going to do it in a goofy way, uh, pretending <laughs> to sneeze and firing the arrow at the same time. Achoo! <laughs> Bless you. What? Ah! <laughs> um, okay, so that is a 25 to hit the dragon. Wow, that hits. And that's a nat one on Rockley. I told you were <laughs> you were on our team, buddy. <laughs> Missed me. Uh, Rockley turns around and pats his butt, which, of course, uh, is shaped like two rock melons. You shouldn't have given me anything to aim at. Just stop doing that, Rockley. <laughs> cool, you going to make another attack? Uh, no, you only get one volley, but I will... No, you know what? I'm not going to dash. I'm just going to stand right here and uh, moon Broccoli in a silly way. <laughs> uh, so you start mooning each other. Sinalar looks back and forth. Just, no, what? what is this accomplishing? <laughs> so much. Uh, ah, yes, I feel as though I'm at home. There's a big moon and a little moon. <laughs> <laughs> a comforting sight. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> I hate that small moon too. There should only be one moon. <laughs> My whole body is filled with warmth and positivity, as if I just watched <laughs> one of Jens's videos. <laughs> awesome. That is 17 damage on Nalar. 17 damage. Yeah. Nayak, uh, he is looking very hurt. Like, uh, he is uh, Charlestoning to Death's door. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Death is opening the door and saying, quit it. Quit dancing on my doorstep. Stop That's it. It's too silly. It's too silly. You're too silly for hell. I'm not silly. I'm not. Okay, <laughs> so is that your turn? That is my turn. Nayak, after your turn, you see Nalar is looking very upset. Number one, that he had to summon this goofy-ass rock man. Number two, that you're having a mooning battle. Number three, just having to deal with you three loons at all has really put him over the edge. He's going to use all three of his legendary actions to cast Double Team. You see his paw glows with this turquoise light, and he slams it onto the ground, uh, and another one of the runes appears, uh, and a portal emerges, and you see Nalar from the future slams into the garden. (sighs) All right. Let's even the playing field a little bit, huh? Uh, And you see they both roar. And now there are two Nalars, and they're going to attack you. Oh, good. Future Nalar, tell me me about the future. What have you seen? (laughs) The one who is in our current timeline... Mm -hmm cannot move, has to be dancing and staying in their space, mm-hmm. has to use all its movement to dance without leaving its space. Yes. And um, that one also has disadvantage on attacks. Great. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so that is their legendary action. That brings it to Onyx's turn. Okay. Um, first off, I did, I've did. i used two spell slots and- Oh, great. I did not- Oh, I used three actually, and I Ooh. did not roll my social sorcerer. Cool. Uh, why don't you make three rolls real quick? Nat one. Ooh. 17 and 11. Okay. Um, 17 and 11 are good posts. But Onyx, a nat one is a mass unfollowing. Mm-hmm. 
Something that you posted, maybe it was a little too much sponsored content. Maybe it was... That's gins. A little too much gins on the feed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, did we allow a takeover? We did a feed takeover. (laughs) (laughs) We've really been hucking these vitamins and they are not safe. Is anyone else sweating? (laughs) I have a satchel full of vitamins. No one's buying them. They're called vitamin X (laughs) and they hurt my chest. Onyx, you violated the terms of service for uh, Trinstagram, it would seem. (laughs) Um, And this is weighing on you. You are going to need to take half your level D10 psychic damage. Wow. So six D10. Okay, uh, how much did you take? Uh, 23 damage. 23, that's it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Got Gosh. Five, nine, one, three, three, two. Oh, thanks. You know what? Even at your worst moments, your fans still love you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't, but they do. <laughs> okay, and then I am going to attack the dancing Nalar. Don't we also, we also have those potions that are like short rest things? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask if diet sleep, if that's an action or... I think uh, drinking a potion is normally an action. No, okay, yeah. I'm just going to uh, burn myself out. You can pop a vitamin as a bonus action. I have many extra. (laughs) Oh yeah, you can take as much vitamin X as you want. Uh, 26 to hit... Yet again, 25. Nice. Uh, Going to take my second attack. I crit! Woo! That's nice. (laughs) Um, Okay, 16 plus 9, 25 plus 7, and then another 32 damage. 32 damage. When you slash into uh, Pasnalar, who's dancing. Mm hmm. Um, you see future Nalar instantly gets hurt as well. Whoa. Oh, hey, what are you doing? Why are you dancing? I don't know. Why are you not dancing? I, I don't know. I'm from the future. I don't need to dance. Just start dancing, okay? Did he also take the 57 damage? Yeah, uh, he's from the future, so you see all the damage just appears on him as well. So if we kill this Nalar, the other one will die. Okay, that's good. Uh, good. Yeah. That's good to know. Exactly. Everyone, focus on... Present Nalar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dancing Nalar. Future Nalar also looks kind of unhealthy, just puffy around the eyes. <laughs> you see, Future Nalar's foot starts tapping. What are you doing to me? Stop that! We do not dance. <laughs> we are the gods of Trinavale. Give in to the duet. You get really into dancing. Uh, cool. So that's your turn. Yeah, that's my turn. Rad. Very just good so turn. Just so y'all know, I'll probably go down soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um. I think that while you were attacking, Keychain was trying to scramble up Nalar and steal his visor. So Nalar's, both Nalar's are gonna focus all their fury on Keychain. Oh no! No, they, come after me. Don't go after the little robot cowards. No, no, go go after the robot. <laughs> come after yes. me. Onyx. Come after we me l- and I push my uh, obsidian <laughs> in front Stop. of me. Oh. <laughs> He's a ro- <laughs> You have a beautiful moonicorn to protect. Oh, actually, you know what? Jump in front of it. I'm just kidding. Very well. Future Nalar, you attack the moon child. I shall attack the robot. (laughs) They may be stupid, but they're also smart. And just saying that is stupid in and of itself. I 
I cannot have keychain die. Why? Is there a reason? <laughs> Because I cannot have that on my conscience. I am a very moral person. <laughs> uh, we'll do keychain first. A strict moral code I follow. <laughs> Jens is integrity is, is what shaken, I value. Is shaken to his core, <laughs> thinking that to be a good person, he might actually have to make sacrifices and not just uh, take videos of himself being nice. <laughs> have you not noticed? I'm a, I have great integrity. <laughs> Uh, I guess more than via Nyack, I guess, a little bit. No, definitely not more than Nyack. <laughs> <laughs> Nyack shoots an arrow out of his nose again. <laughs> uh, first bite attack hits Keychain. Then uh, Nalar, I believe future Nalar, I said, is going to take two swipes of Keychain. That is a nat one and a nat 20. All right. Whoa. Whoa. Very fun. You will not get my visor. We've had a decent amount of crits today, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so you see future Nalar swipes into Keychain, does some serious damage to him, but Keychain stands his ground. That visor will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> he puts five cigarettes in his mouth and then lights them with his finger, which is a Zippo. So, so dangerous, he makes <laughs> wow. smoking look so cool. <laughs> Keychain, we would have kept you around if we knew you smoked this much, man. <laughs> the landlord hates it when I smoke inside, but I don't give a freaking flip, dude. Wow. <laughs> That's right, kids. If you're immortal, you're allowed to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and now uh, President Nalar is going to attack Onyx. Come after me. Uh, with disadvantage. With disadvantage. Uh, I am going to roll to see if they get their breath weapon back, though. Okay. That's a two. Man, yes. oh, man. <laughs> okay, good, because I can handle the melee attack. Um, also, <laughs> is this their turn or is this a legendary action? This is their turn. Okay. Um, they have to use an action to try to get out of the dance if they want to try to get out of the dance. Otherwise, there is no save for it. Mm. So it will have to stay put if uh, it doesn't use an action to try to get out. I will just have them continue dancing. Uh, you look at Nalar's <laughs> face and you can tell that he kind of secretly likes dancing. That's a silly dance. <laughs> it's not silly, it's dignified actually. It is, a, it is a timeless dance that has existed for aeons and to do this dance is to honor the history of Trinavale. <laughs> oh, he slips in a banana peel. <laughs> um, okay, so the first attack misses, the bite misses luckily. Okay. Uh, second is going to hit you. That's a yeah, 26. All right. Uh, I rolled the second one, and it was a nat 20. So <laughs> okay, uh, that was the disadvantage. Okay, that's disadvantage. So you don't get to crit. Yes, I don't crit, oh. but I do still hit. We do still hit. Okay. Now roll, um, roll a d6. Okay. That's a two. Okay, you do hit me, but I'm going to use my reaction to Entropic Ward. If a creature makes an attack roll, use a reaction to give it dis... Oh, he already has disadvantage. Yeah. Eh, never mind. Okay, hit me then. <laughs> cool. So that's 16 damage on uh, the first attack. Uh, and then that's a two. Shout out to the two crew. Nice. Ooh. On the second attack, uh, this dancing spell sucks. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so that is uh, both Nalar's turns, and that brings us to Jins. You see that Nalar, present Nalar, Prime Nalar, is dancing, but like with every step they take, 
it looks like their knees are about to give out. Oil is leaking out of their body. You see kind of like a emerald sludge pouring out. Um, and you see that as this is happening, it's all being mirrored on future Nalar as well. Oh, I refuse to die in such a silly way. No, you're going to die leaking green ooze, you giant tiny tune clock monster. <laughs> uh, and then I will go ahead and make some attacks on past Nalar. First attack is a 24 to hit. That hits. Sweet. Cool. Just going to do regular damage. 12 damage on the first attack. Great, great. Nice. Um, then I'm going to take a second attack. Ooh, shout out to the two crew. That is brutal. I don't like that. Uh, then I'll take an offhand attack. And that's a... 22 to hit. That hits. Sweet. This one, I'm going to do a mobile flourish again. Great. Uh, which means that the one who is dancing, who has to use all its movement to dance, is going to get pushed back. So unless any of us go approach them, they can't attack us. Ooh. Uh, did not roll great on my damage. 11 damage. Jins. <gasps> Finish Nalars. Oh my goodness. Um... I guess I pull out my crystal, <laughs> I pull my triplets close, <gasps> and I look into it, and I say, you know, this mad god went crazy because they were going to live forever, and so they thought the way to combat that was to destroy themselves and the world, but instead, we here at Vitamin X are going <laughs> to destroy them. Hashtag spawn, hashtag ad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I pour a bunch of these toxic vitamins down their throat. <laughs> you see future Nalar is like, what's going on? What is he doing? <laughs> a second later, he starts choking too. You're not supposed to take them all at once or one at a time either. I hope, I hope not that many people bought these. How many have we sold Onyx? Uh, this is not on my turn. Oh, you... Oh, oh no, Nyack, we're in it alone. <laughs> I thought this was part of the LLC. <laughs> triplets are in business no, no, together. No, uh-uh, no. <laughs> the triplets are in business together. You've taught me, Onyx, that sometimes you need to take responsibility for other people's actions. Have you actions. been posting this to Classico, my Instagram? <laughs> uh... I reposted the story. I figured it was fine. Oh, no, I'm in trouble. <laughs> it hasn't affected anything, has it, sister? <laughs> oh, this is very bad. I thought you were just making a fool of your yourself oh <laughs> uh, that nat one happened for a reason <laughs> hey there nad poles this episode is brought to you by raycon you all know me i am always on the go and you know what i love to bring with me wherever i go it's my raycon everyday earbuds folks raycon offers amazing quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands don't believe me well how about their tens of thousands of five-star reviews. Raycon's optimized gel tips are designed to fit comfortably in your ears and actually stay there. That is correct. I use mine at the gym and I can tell you what, 
they stay put, folks. My Raycons come with me everywhere, and with eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life, I don't have to worry about whether they're up for the task. They've also got three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, and noise isolation. So go to buyraycon.com slash pawpaw today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com dot com slash pawpaw that is by raycon r-a-y-c-o-n dot com slash pawpaw thank you everybody this episode of nadpod is brought to you by rocket money did you know that nearly 75 percent of people have subscriptions that they've forgotten about it's true and it happens all the time here's an example Back in the day, if you wanted to watch a movie like, let's say, Joe Dirt, you just turned on Comedy Central. But now, if you want to watch it, you have to download an app called Bwungle, which says it's ad-free, but when you actually open it up, you find out that Joe Dirt is only available if you buy the Bwungle Platinum Package, which includes Twingus TV and something called Chode Zone Prime. You don't know what those are, but you sign up for a free trial anyway. Six months later, you read a news article that says that Bwungle has gone out of business. Whether you want to admit it or not, you've been Bwungled. But don't worry, folks. Rocket Money is here to help. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. They also save their members an average of $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. That is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Okay, that's it for me. Enjoy the show. And beware the Bwongler. Are you really, honestly making a sponsored post here as you <laughs> defeat me, a god? You're filming it and selling vitamins to showcase my defeat. I'm filming this with a filter to see which friend's character he is. <laughs> Not Chandler. That's me. Which one am I? You. I'm sorry. You're Ross, and you need to pivot out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you have proven all my darkest fears. Pivot. 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 pivot! <laughs> Upon learning that he is a Ross. <laughs> Nalar's body pivots <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> what a way to go. He collapses, and as he collapses, you see uh, his future self collapses a beat later, and they reform into one body. Uh, you also see that uh, Rockley um, mm-hmm. crumbles to dust. No! Uh, oh! With his master Rockley! being defeated. <laughs> I loved him. <laughs> see you in the funny pages. <laughs> <laughs> the entire garden rumbles and steam pours out from all the vents and gaps in his bronze armor until he eventually reverts back into his human form. However, unlike the last time you fought him, it seems like Nalar's power 
is truly depleted. <sighs> well, my strength will return in time, but I fear for now I'm on a break. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? It's just that's a thing that... Did you not watch Friends at all? You just came up with that on your own? <laughs> no way. Yeah, I mean, you were offended to be Ross, so you must have watched it in some capacity. Uh, yes, I watched Friends 40,000 years ago. I don't quite remember Did you the only plot. watch the later seasons? Yeah, I, I like the later seasons. You like the Joey and fun. Rachel love line? And like I when like Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd showed up? Oh, I wow. love Paul Rudd. My God. I I'm mean, a Rudd we all bud. love Paul Rudd. Who doesn't like Paul Rudd? Even um, I. Y'all, uh, uh, spoilers, Obsidian is only on season three. <laughs> <laughs> Obsidian finally delivers an eloquent soliloquy about <laughs> tagging spoilers. <laughs> That's all you need, Onyx. <sighs> Perhaps this is just the way the world should be. My fate cannot be changed, but maybe you can change yours. <sighs> With a shaky finger, he points towards the lathe on the hill in the center of the garden. Do what you must, because I'm fucking out of ideas. Uh, are we going to finish him off? <laughs> I thought you can't truly kill me. I am doomed. To forever return to strength. I see. After a defeat. But there's nothing I can do to stop you from achieving whatever goal you came here to achieve. Okay, well, um, I made a promise to Nedas, so I will uh, commit to that. I reach for the crystals. Um, can I use my Butterfinger BB, my wish BB? to give Nalar death. Whoa. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's how the BBs work. Are you using your BB or the special one that Nadas gave you? Oh, I guess I only have my BB. Yes, you have your BB. Here's how that works. Um, it is the same rules as a cleric's divine intervention. So I need you to roll uh, a D100. Okay, I feel like I'm going to regret this. It's a 30. A 30. Uh, you needed to roll under 10% uh, for the wish to take effect. Mm. So instead, you open up your BB and just a bunch of very poisonous spiders come out. Oh, ah, oh, oh, <laughs> careful. Oh, these are so poisonous. If I was mortal... I would be dead so quickly, but I'm just in an extreme amount of pain. It's oh okay. my god! I'll put you out of your misery, and I stab him <laughs> in the chest. You've listened to nothing I've said. Again, I think we need to destroy the Ganarak crystals, okay. and he will find death. I, I, I punch think him he in the face. will find death at the lathe of creation. I kick his toe. <laughs> I, I stab him again. I okay, spit well, they do this. I take the crystals up to the lathe of creation. It still hurts every time you do it. I just can't die from it. Sorry, I, this is... Honestly, Joey and Phoebe behavior, and we need to be Monica in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean You're to hurt you. Absolutely right, Onyx. How are you doing? Let's go take care of business. <laughs> All right. Could this be any worse a day? <laughs> that's that's my shit. <laughs> you're you're not a Chandler, Nyack. I'm sorry. Okay, so y'all are all gonna head to the lathe. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. 
Awesome. So you walk uh, up this hill to the area where you saw the three trees growing into one tree, uh, and you see in the center on this raised golden platform a simple iron cauldron with a crust of modern technology seemingly growing on top of it. Dials and monitors display inscrutable readouts, while below a tangle of tubes and cords thrums with arcane power. As you peer inside the cauldron, your head begins to hurt and your vision flashes white. Oh. What do you do? Um, uh, with the permission of my triplets, I just drop all of the crystals into it. Unless perhaps one of you would suggest something more, you know, elegant. No, I think we should drop them in. Okay, I drop them in. Uh, I was so worried they were going to try and alley-oop them in or something stupid like that. Fuck, we should have alley-ooped. No, this is a solemn moment. Unlike the world you created, we understand that there are moments of gravity. <laughs> I'm a very serious person. <laughs> Call me Monixaka. <laughs> Monixaka. She's competitive too. <laughs> I've created a monster, a world full of monsters designed to mock me. Ow! A spider bites his face. <laughs> Cool. So you uh, place all of the crystals uh, into this lathe, and as soon as you do, beams of colored light shoot forth towards the ceiling. The beams unite and become a pillar of radiant gold, which blasts forth from the cauldron like rocket fire. The lathe shakes and screeches as thousands of years of compressed divine energy are broken down and restored to their primal form. The heat becomes unbearable. And right at the moment when you think your skin might catch fire, it stabilizes. You can still feel energy coming off the pillar, but it seems different now. Less like fire, and more like a giant, constant plume of golden smoke. As it billows forth, you hear a low, ambient noise that slowly builds until it becomes a voice. Hmm? Take out my hookah, bottle it, and <laughs> breathe it in. Yeah, let's let's huff this strange god smoke. Nayak was actually super anti-smoking, but I guess I'll do it for this for right now. <laughs> After everything I saw from Keychain, I mean, smoking is cool. Let's rip some bits <laughs> of god juice. Let's get faded, baby. <laughs> Keychain takes a massive toke from your hookah. Dang, doesn't work on robots. Guess I'll stand guard. You kids have fun. Appreciate it. I will be the DD. <laughs> that stands for, damn dude, look at how many cigarettes are in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. So you're all going to breathe it in? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, 
you breathe in this column of vapor and as you do your minds are instantly transported back in time to the founding of Ginnarak. As you might recall, the Ginnarak crystals were given a spark of power by the gods, but their true power comes from the collective memories and experiences of all the people that exist within their aura. And now as you breathe in these divine fumes, you experience the entire history of the continent almost simultaneously. In the blink of an eye, you see the trine placing these crystals in the heart of five cities across Ginnarak. Then, from their central palace in Draxpawn Mountain, they board sleek, silver ships bound for the stars. You blink again. You see the aspects of Nadas, each assigned to a different city, ruling in the gods' absence. Eventually, they wage war against each other and fight for control of the crystals. Another blink. The gods have returned from their sojourns, and each has been changed by the journey. You see Liant gathering forces of orcs and dragonborns to lead into war. Nalar, surrounded by gnomes and halflings, crafting the god-killing device you saw in his mansion on Vainalar. Last, you see Nadas, praying over the crystals. They seem to be implanting some kind of spell in them, and their face looks pained, as if casting this spell is taking a huge amount of their godly power. One last blink. You see soldiers of every banner gathering around Mount Draxpawn. The final day of the Artifice Wars has arrived. Inside the mountain, you see the gods gathered. Ignoring Nadasa's protests, Nalar powers up the celestial guillotine, and a beam of pentacolored light blasts directly into his chest. As Nadas screams, Nalar closes his eyes, ready to accept his end. But then, something else happens. Stone begins to creep up Nalar's leg. He looks up at Nadas with a mixture of panic and anger. Nadas, what did you do? What did you do to the crystals? I'm sorry, Nalar. I, I can't let you die. Why? Is, is this about magic? Do you really love magic so much? No, I, I don't care about magic. I, I love... Nadas pauses. In that moment, you hear a loud crash, and you see Liant has started dismantling the guillotine. You traitor! Once I stop this machine, we'll see how immortal you really are. Huh? Nadas reaches out their hand in shock. Leon, no! Don't touch that! As soon as Leon's hand touches the crystal, the same stones begin to creep out from her arm. She tries to drop the crystal, but her hand is already frozen in a fist around it. Slowly, her entire body becomes covered in stone. Nadas! What is this? What have you done? N Her voice stops, and she becomes a statue. Nadas turns back to Nalar, who is still recovering from the guillotine's blast. What? What did you do to her? 
Don't worry. She's still alive, just... stalled. Dormant. I, I didn't want it to come to this, but, but, but you left me no choice. I won't let you throw away everything we've built together. No matter how silly it can be sometimes. Nadas lifts their arm. The crystals began to shake, then wrench free of the guillotine and hover at their side. I, I thought that if I gave you some time, you'd come to your senses. Please, please understand, I'm doing this for you! The crystals fly into different positions around Nalar's body, preparing to strike and infect him. Nadas lowers their hand, and the crystals descend. But at the last moment, Nalar's eyes flash green, and he yells, No! Four portals flicker into existence, and the crystals are fired through. Nadas screams, You fool! You can't split a teleport spell! You just sent those crystals to random locations! You'll, you'll never find them again! Ah! A blast of emerald energy floors Nadas. Shakily, they look up to see Nalar summoning one last portal. And you'll never find me. Goodbye, Nadas. Nalar heaves himself through the portal, leaving the gravely injured Nadas to weep in silence. Blink. Three hundred years pass. You see the crystals being rediscovered, hidden, fought over, lost, and discovered again. Eventually, they all end up in your possession. You feel ghosts of your past coming towards you as the vision catches up to the present. And at the exact moment it does, you hear a voice. At long last, we are free. Thank you, brave triplets. Who are you? We have many names. Heaven's Hand. Magic. The Golden Presence. You may call us what you desire. The Little Crystal Buddies. <laughs> I was going to say friends. <laughs> Perhaps crystal friends. <laughs> that sounds good. Indeed. Henceforth, we shall be known as the Crystal Friends. Here now is the truth of our existence. If the Trine are the Divine Body, then we are its holy blood. We flow through the Trine and grant them their power. When we were first made, we had no mind of our own. But as the Trine used us to create new lands and life to populate it, our power grew, and eventually we became aware. And, much like the blood in your veins, our cells sensed danger. We felt the gods despair and sought to save them from themselves. And so we reached out into the mines of the races of Trinavale and prepared a method for our power to grow. 
by extending our consciousness in this way, groups began to whisper of our existence. Before we were known as the Little Crystal Friends, they called us the Hidden God, the secret eye that will open and gaze upon the world with radiant benevolence, the Golden Iris. But that name is past. Please, brave friends, for too long we, the little crystal friends, have felt the pain of the gods. You must help us. Help us to heal them and heal this world. You feel this warm golden aura surrounding you, making you feel inspired and protected at the same time. Still yourself, but just with a extra edge of awareness. Benevolently edged, one might say. Uh, huh. Okay. Wow, it's strange. Suddenly I'm realizing that maybe if I'm recording it and putting it on the internet to get attention, then maybe I'm not really doing something good at all. It's not just to get attention, brother. It's to sell vitamins as well. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I got the impression it wasn't about the attention as much as it was the money. I mean, it's it was about the attention, attention, but also more so about the money. Also kind cash. Of all of the above. <laughs> Yeah, so the cash was good. <laughs> I guess I've never been able to tell which you love more, attention or money. I, I love it all. I have a great <laughs> lust for life. <laughs> um, I love all aspects of life, whether it be attention or money or people doing things life. for me. Yeah. And that love, albeit twisted, is why you are perfect to save this world. How do we heal the gods? We shall show you. As you hear those words, you're suddenly back in the garden, standing around the lathe of creation. The smoke from the crystals begins to fade, and as the last remaining wisps caress your face, you realize that now you can see inside the cauldron. Sitting in the center of the basin, surrounded by sparkling ash, is a large golden egg. It's etched with beautiful runes that twist and change as you look at them. Onyx, hmm. for some reason, it feels like you should grab this egg. <laughs> Uh, You're I am... smarter than me. Oh. I'm realizing oh my in my divine. That is, that's the I smartest don't... thing Jens has ever said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I cannot verify if that is true. I'm just a simple girl from the moon. <laughs> but uh, I, I will give it a shot. I, uh, I go to pick up the rune-covered egg. Give me a strength check. Whoa, what a strength. I have plus zero to to strength. <laughs> uh, I'll give you bardic inspiration. Okay. What do I add? Is that a d10? Uh, yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. 
You're not strong enough to pick it up on your own. It's, uh... I need more help. <laughs> Onyx. Key. Keychain. Aha, aha. I think I smoked too many cigarettes. <laughs> I did not think it was possible. Cough, cough, <laughs> cough, cough, cough. <laughs> All right, let's let's help her out. I'm going to toss my cookies. Is there a basin anywhere that I could puke into? No, not this one. <laughs> keychain, get back in the keychain. <laughs> You're unnecessary now. <laughs> uh, you put keychain back into keychain form, um, and then are you all going to try and pick up the egg? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So you all three touch the egg, and as soon as you do... You hear the hidden god, or as they are now known, the little crystal friends, wow. speak in your mind. A flame split in twain that burns twice as bright. A garland of stars that bestows graceful might. And a jeweled tinker's tool that knows wrong from right. When these relics gather, a new god comes to light. Down, 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 now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we must find these relics. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. <laughs> it hasn't been your day or month, but perhaps now is your year. Wow. Sounds like we need one thing from each of the current gods. I say that, of course, as the Rachel of the group. I love things. <laughs> mm. So materialistic. Do you wonder? I mean, these mortals became gods, and it seemed as though they all regretted it. It seems like a strange thing to take lightly, creating a new god. But, I mean, I agree that we should find this. and just It's just a conversation we should keep having. It's we the just classic Monica, and that's why we appreciate you as Monix part of our Scott. dynamic. Monica. <laughs> and I, of course, am Genstrel. <laughs> and I am Chandyak. And, and you are Nyak Bing. <laughs> <laughs> Nyak, I just want to go work at the advertising agency. That's all I want to do. <laughs> okay, so. I love that season. <laughs> is there anything from. So this was a clockwork dragon. I wonder if uh, Nalar has has tinker tools or flame. Nalar, do you have something that can tell wrong from right? Not anymore. He doesn't. Oh, you! Oh, you! You're alive. It's you. You turn towards Nalar, and as you do, you hear laughter. <laughs> I simply must say, y'all continue to surprise me. Standing above Nalar, you see a very wet, very dead Mercurio Delorio. He puts his boot on Nalar's face. But you're wet and dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an ideal state of being, I must agree, but trust me, it is only temporary. I was eager to get my hands on those crystals, but I think the power contained within his holiness will serve as a more than suitable replacement. So I must thank you adequately for your gift wrapping. 
You're welcome. Uh, just buy some of my brother's vitamins, and that should... We're not selling the vitamins anymore. We're going with the friends thing. <laughs> oh, right. And that is where we will end our session. Wow. Yeah. He's wet and dead and alive. <laughs> You're going to have to explain that shit. He's wet and dead. He's wet, dead, and back, baby. Wet and dead redemption. <laughs> wet, dead redemption. Rockstar Games presents Wet Dead Redemption. <laughs> oh my goodness! Whoo! What a fun sowed! What a whomping mm. we have witnessed. Yeah. I did not even get to use one of my cool abilities. Don't tell us about uh, it. Tell the short rest, man. Oh, we don't I want to tell you about it. <laughs> I want to tell you about it so bad. Tell us on the short rest, baby. Yeah, you can listen to that over on Patreon.com slash NADPod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Sing. Don't sing, sing everybody. Yet. Whoa, don't I tried it. to. Oh, I wanted to. We are, we are. No, Emily, though. Don't do it. Emily. Oh, she's just doing it. She's just disrespecting you. guys you. are Flag just doing it. We are. All right, all right. The youth of the nation. I know you want to sing. I know you want to sing. We kind of got through the whole thing too. You you simply must stop. I want to sing, but we have to sing the praises of the beautiful people that deserve shout outs for helping make Trinavale what it is. They are, they are. The youth of the nation. That was to lead into you. Okay, everybody. I'm talking, of course, about Henry A., who gave me a D&D Beyond subscription, which I have used to craft lots of encounters. Sometimes they're homebrew, and sometimes they don't work as well as I wish they did. But you try, and you try again. Also, uh, Yin's Christian T. for composing some of the music you heard in this episode. Yin's also has a cool golden egg, uh, but they just use it to make infinite omelets. Pretty That's dope. honestly yeah. cooler than any other egg. debatable but probably true Uh, I would also like to give a shout out of course to Trevor Lyon uh, at Lyon at Large on Twitter that's Lyon with a Y who is our producer and Daniel Ramos who is our sound engineer you can find them at Schubert on Instagram and DanielRamos.com for more of his work Uh, and of course my last shout out goes to my three beautiful nieces and nephews thank you once again for a fun adventure thank you donkey thank you anytime if you would like to follow them on twitter you can do that by going to at chmurph that's murph at eaxford that's emily at jake hurwitz that's jake and at caldy is me and you can tweet about the show using hashtag nadpod that's n-a-d-d-p-o-d now, I know you've all been so desperate to sing, but it is so, so late at night, and my neighbors are very upset with me. But I guess maybe just this once we could do it. Woo! We, we are, we are! The youth of the nation. The youth of the nation. We are, we are! The youth of the nation. youth of the nation. One of our worst ones. Perfect. That was perfect. Ah, it is time to thank our benevolent council of elders. I'm talking about you, Jeffrey S., Andrew M., Beardman Dan, Brad D., Cutter W., and Danielle, the Dastardly Dame. 
otherwise known as other rock monsters that were hiding in the Trine Tower Garden. Some look like corn, others look like eggplants. Regardless of their shape, Nalar hates them all equally. Ouch. Danny P, Dylan B, Elena C, Haldor, Frostback, Steelbreaker, John S, aka Schubert the Mushroom, artists working on a wacky animated kids show about Nalar who is now making it his immortal life's work to get the project canceled. Dang. Jordan DJ, Scott D, Adam R, Michael McD, the head mixologist, Victor T, Balnor's boy, and Jibe G, instructors at Nyack's new erotic archery and fitness center, whose motto is, you bring the arrows, we'll make you quiver. Despite only being only open for two days, they have already amassed over 400 lawsuits. Wow, congrats, gang. Justin I, Elena M, Jacob C, Damiel R, and cyborg version of Josh the Kobold. Josh the Kobold, also, of course, TJM, the known barbarian, would never and could never forget you. Jen's monetized pod- positivity street team, they go around performing random acts of kindness like feeding vitamin X to old ladies crossing the street and filling a stranger's gas tank with vitamin X. So random, so kind. Vitamin X style. Destin C, Trele the Crayfay. Christian H. Serzio Salazar Salomon Sakarias de Sesuani, Kelvin Noodles, and Michael L. A. Clan of Trinavalian Pog Goblins. These feisty creatures just love playing with pogs. They also love stealing the firstborn son of local villagers, but only so they can trade them for dope ass holographic slammers. Pogon pals. Pogon. Richard X. Machina. Trast the Traveler. Jory S and Ryan, a team of doctors and mechanics who are studying Keychain to try to figure out how exactly a robot was able to get emphysema. Oh, poor guy. Troy Mick C, Mike H, Nicholas C, Sam L, and Samuel B, new members of the Golden Iris Society. Their job is to prune Onyx's dryads, mother's unruly vines and branches. It is a tough job, but it pays well, and you get all the free Mon grapes that you can eat. Zolo Dolo, Austin MR, Gage M, Colton B, Curtis S, and Jens Christian T, a group of clockwork dragons that have gone digital, baby. That is right. They've got neon eyes and their roar sounds like an alarm clock. That is actually horrifying. Matthew E, Andrew B, Reese NS, Eric and Andrea B, Kaylee E, and Jordan L curators of a stash of equally tasteful gnomish pornography that Onyx would love to get her hands on. Matt M, Barnesinator, CC, Lulu, Jared E, J, and Talith X, a team of champions who stick together and also slip together. Who needs a little slip inside when you can all cast Grease? Christian, Christopher, excuse me, Christopher B, Dana G, Joe McG, Persephone, Aiden RH, and Austin C, the artist who painted the murals leading up to the lathe of creation. Nice work. It was actually a publicly funded city beautification initiative. The periphera has an inspiring amount of publicly funded arts. You'll love to see it. Chenua B, Eric G, Aaron S, Lucas B, Luke H, and Timmy R, the Federal Trade Commissions currently investigating the vitamins. Jens has been peddling. Uh-oh, Jens should be scared, but he is honestly just grateful for the follows. Zach C, Devin W, Michelle O, Dan, and Calum L, the Crabster Union, yikes, lobbying for the right to be as terrifying to Jake as they want to be. Nice. Very good. Thanks a lot. Uh, Amri M, Maxwell C, Mike K, Stephen C, and Nikki W, a couple of clockwork 
dragon wormlings who were mistaken for wristwatches and are currently being sold at a Bergdorf Goodman as Rolexes. Wow, that's, I don't know, kind of cool, kind of an upgrade for you guys. Grace G, Karen T, Shane B, Kevin M, Mateo C, and Rahul N, Mercurio's undead merfolk buddies. They hang out and play cards under the sea. Mercurio's man cave even has a kegerator. Rad. Maribel, the kitty morphing gnome, Angel B, Esme M, I am the Atlas, Michael C, Nicholas P, the Clockwork Dragons, other vegetable rock minions. They, these ones have much less clever names like Pebble Beats and Igneous Tomato. Robert F, Kristen P, Atticus C, Casimir, the All-Knowing, and Meta Amps. A crew of adventurers who are fighting the future Nalar while Retrieval Team 22 was fighting past Nalar. They are pissed that they didn't get to finish the Clockwork Dragon off, so they're going to travel back in time and kill an even younger version, sparking a time travel off with Retrieval Team 22. Uh-oh. Chris R. Michael K.M. Panama James, Eric McD, Nathaniel P., and Nick B. Nalar's fellow dragon steampunk enthusiast, they attend Steampunk Dragon Con, which is a steampunk version of Dragon Con, as well as a Dragon Steampunk Con, a con for steampunk dragons. Oh my god, that broke my brain. Nick L, Jack L, Ygrek32, Temporal, Burly T, and Christian A, the cast of Trinivale's Friends. We won't tell you which one is the Ross because we, we don't want to upset anyone, but we will tell you that Burly T is the Phoebe. Great, great friend. J Dragonborn, Jonathan O, Michael M, The Red Rain, and Drew Nasty. Nalar's childhood friend who sparked their hate for silliness by constantly goofing them with whoopee cushions and rubber chickens. No. KJ Hordofo, Hordofo, Dave H, Feldonis, a crew of best buds who will never meet each other because Nalar's time travel breath weapon manipulated their timeline. Oh, fuck. Grant, Adrian the Halfling Bard, Eric B, John H, N, and Adam G, stars of the Trinavale sitcom Pals. It follows the popular American sitcom Friends in the Thursday night lineup and has almost a 100% drop-off rate. Neork, Nick W, Ryan W, Axel A, Stefaniku, and Christian S, owners of a competitive vineyard to Lumiere, Lumiere Vineyards. Uh, it's located on the Big Moons, and they are trolling Onyx's family by calling their vineyard Big Lumiere Vineyards. Ow, that one hurts. David T. Catherine S. Shadow Ben A. Douglas A. A group of erotic archers. Turns out Nyak was not the first one, but is the archery erotic, or are the archers the erotic ones? The lines are blurred, and we may never know. Nathan, Big Bad John, Brittany B., Emilio D., and Frankie Koala. A group of horses who all have the same voice as Obsidian. I'm talking about meh. Same voice, no magical unicorn horn. So they, oh, you know what? They do have a redeeming quality. They all have super smooth manes. Isn't that nice? Keith K, the undead incinerator, Felix F, David K, and Pipes H, Blavins bartenders. Normally you don't need a whole entire team to keep you satiated, but these folks also are responsible for salting Blavins margaritas and carrying him home. Richard J. M., Aston S., Cody C., Fatty Daddy 187, John Mick M., and Christina B., the group of clockwork 
dragon folk. Wow. Not quite a full clockwork dragon, but more just a group of folks who wear and pay way too much attention to their Fitbits. Marlo E. Raphael O. Sir Cadvan, the Sandrayan, Chanel M. Alice, and Depressed Demon Hunter. Also, of course, Patrick B. You cannot forget Patrick B. And I never will again. They are all Dunkel, Caldwell's, Deces, and Defus. We love you, and it is a joy to have you in the Damily. Thanks, folks. That was a HeadGum Podcast.